I'm here with my mans, Yannick. What's up? What's up? Stand-up comedian. That's right. DC legend, local dude is a murderer. <laughs> a murderer on the mic. Um, if you haven't seen Yannick, I highly recommend it. Thank you, Yannick. For blessing me hey man blessing thank, this podcast yo thank you for having me bro i appreciate that that's a great introduction and i've been trying to get you on for a minute man i'm on bro i'm on today bro <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell like any host that introduces me in the future to do that sound <laughs> because that that probably would kill <laughs> i think it, it it kills because when you get into the dialectal tones i feel like as africans we like to do that, you know? Like make random sounds? Yeah. You ever do that? <laughs> um, I guess so. Ooh, now that I think like, like you start like singing random things. <laughs> or you'll make something a song that shouldn't be a song. <laughs> that's inappropriate as a song. That is a very African thing. Maybe that's a coping mechanism for how the world has done this, bro. I think it's how we fight back in our small ways. Yes, bro. We, yeah. we act a little bit crazy in like consumable ways, but you know. And also little noise, they distract us from like real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if I'm just like... That was like a break from us like using actual words. Which exactly. is, I guess, showing it to the white man. It's like, fuck your English language. <laughs> we would just make random sounds. Because I knew what you said when, when you said that sound. I said, you, said you know the song? Murder. I was singing a song. Oh, okay. I it's thought a reggae song. I thought you made a random sound after that. I did. I continued it because I was in the African spirit. Oh, okay. You don't okay. just stop. You just <laughs> gotta, it keeps going. We sing in chants. It's a call and response. Okay, okay. You know, it's very anthropological, the, the music of the continent. You're Togolese, right? Yep, I'm very Togolese. You're the first Togolese person I've met in person. Really? Yeah. Man, that's that's huge, bro. I'm, I'm glad to be representing for my people. I think you're a good ambassador, too. <laughs> Thank you, man. You know, I yeah. try, man. I try to put us <laughs> on the map. I'm trying to take Emmanuel Deboyor's spot. You know Emmanuel Deboyor? Who's Emmanuel Deboyor? He's the, like, he's a Togolese soccer superstar, bro. Oh, and like, is he playing, like, the Champions League and all that? Like, yes, okay. yeah. Like, and he played for Arsenal, Manchester City, Real Madrid. Yeah, he, he's, he's, like, the best. So is he the biggest Togolese person in the world? Right now, yes. Right he, now, he he's definitely the, he's killing it in the Togo game. <laughs> is he bigger than the president of Togo? I would say so. Yeah, I would say <laughs> That's so. Kind of embarrassing. Honestly, I would president say. Of Togo. <laughs> the president of Togo is only famous for like mostly bad things because he's been president for a really long time. That's a common theme. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But being president that's why we sing. That's why we make random noises because we have leaders like that. <laughs> it's stressful. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, hey, this country is ass. Like that's what that means. Like. <laughs> Without the government coming for us. That's kind of, you know. So you were born in Togo mm -hmm. and raised in the DMV. I Silver I Spring. lived in Togo until I was like 11 now. So Okay, so you feel like you kind of raised in Togo and... Yeah, I think I got a, like a good half and half balance. Like sometimes when I see Americans acting out, I'm like, whoa, look at these Americans wilding out. You know what I mean? Like it comes out. Do so you feel like sometimes like... You claim American when when it's convenient. Uh, I mean, I claim I claim America. Like, I guess when I'm doing comedy or anything, you know, because like, yeah. I I am like an, a comedian in America. Like, I'm not on stage like Michael Blackson or something like that. You, yeah. you know, what I'm trying to say like I'm not. I like, feel like Michael Blackson is an African comedian. I don't yeah, think you're an African. Yeah, comedian. yeah, no, you're just a comedian who happens to be. I love that you know. Since I moved to DC, I've been able to connect with like African diaspora comics, which is rare. 
Because I, ne- you know, when I grew up, it was you're either a white comic, a black comic, or a Hispanic comic. How have you felt navigating the space as a diaspora comic? Because I feel like, you know, we're black in America. We also have this other whole identity, mm-hmm. right? This other world. Mm-hmm. And that also comes into your comedy. Yeah, I've I think noticed. that helps. That helps, you know, with my comedy because especially because i moved here when i was 11 it's like um i do see the world that's in like an american a little bit too but i also see the world as a foreigner you know what i mean so it helps me like analyze just like the society from both angles like as an african man and as like an american man you know what i mean like it gives like just more depth to like my comedy like i'll talk like i talk about going to togo in my comedy like i talk about um just like my country like how different my country is from here and shit you know like it's it's important but i'm not like I definitely don't overdo it like you know what i mean it's not gonna be my thing like i'm an african comedian and that's my thing like you know that's not like i'm a a person (laughs) was that just that did i just do an like a all eyes matter type thing no 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 that was not (laughs) (laughs) i ain't no black comedian i'm a a human comedian (laughs) i'm a human comedian (laughs) i have no color i'm we all all comics bleed red. Yeah. Is that what I just put? <laughs> no, no, no. But I get what you're saying, though, because you don't want to box yourself. Do you feel like when you get you're very careful when you write your material not to not to box yourself in, like I was saying? Yeah, of course. I mean, so most of the time many. when I'm writing my material, I'm not writing from the standpoint of like an African comedian. I mean, I am an African like that's going to shine through whatever perspective I have sometimes subconsciously you know what i mean like sometimes like some of the jokes i could write it could be just how i'm viewing the world but that's directly shaped by me being african but i'm not gonna frame it like i'm so african this is why i view the world this way you know what i mean like i'm I'm gonna try you know because america i'm in i'm in america you know if i want to like i want to make it in you know at least kind of big in america so i can't just be like i can't box myself to that community i gotta make sure i'm you know accessible to all all, everybody you know the yeah i gotta make it in white america man if you don't make it in white america it doesn't you can make one white man laugh (laughs) the world is yours (laughs) yeah man that's exactly what it is bro i don't want to be doing shows in uh, landover maryland for (laughs) for for the the church picnic (laughs) and now we have Yannick at the Ghanaian you know Yannick <laughs> y'all grew up, everybody you grew up with you're performing for your like friends or yeah bro no I don't want to box myself I definitely try to be like you know accessible to everybody but I make sh- I have to include that I'm African too because you know that's like flavor I gotta put on but it can't be like it, it can't be my whole thing you know just like with anything nothing can be your whole thing you gotta have diversity in your art man like you can't be a one-sided one-dimensional being you know what I mean like yeah. you're like you're a person bro like you like talk about everything that's going on with you you're a collection of a bunch of like a mosaic of experiences exactly yeah and, and what you think and your thought process so in Togo do you have like stand-up comedy is that where you were like honestly I've no no is there like a Chris Rock and no no okay. I mean we have comedian we have comedians I actually okay I would say I'll say we do have stand-up comedy but it's yeah. <laughs> It's not like American stand-up comedy. Like I think the level. I'm not gonna lie. Most of the humor is like a little slapstick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a little like basic. I actually did comedy in Togo in French as an adult one time. No way. Yeah, when I went back like three like three four years ago, and I was watching a show. And it's not like you know like American American comedy is like you know we'll talk about everything. We'll talk about like. It'd be like a, like basically a trip into a person's mind, and like they'll mix in some of their experiences. Togolese comedy is a lot of like, uh, like it's got like a whole plot. Like the joke is like a plot. Like mm. a dude went to the market. And he bought, 
<laughs> it's always a market because apparently that's like the only thing to do in Africa sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's something like that. Yeah. He went to the markets. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he hugged with his two wives. One of his wives, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's one of those. One of the wives is ungrateful. Yeah. The other is very grateful. <laughs> And the audience is listening like, wow, this is uh, riveting oh, material. This is, this is relatable. <laughs> this is relatable to yeah, me yeah. and my family situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, but I feel, I feel, I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's because I've only done comedy in America and I respect, well, I did in Togo, but I haven't gone like all over the world yet. But I don't like, like places like I heard they do comedy in Singapore and Melbourne and like, you know, everywhere. But I don't know about their standard of comedy, man. I don't know. I just think no one can talk shit like an American. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, no one can. <laughs> do you feel like they're learning like those stand up comedy scenes are, are emerging from like the U.S. comedy? Scene? Yes, bro. Like stand up was invented in America or maybe Britain. I'm not sure. I think it was invented in America. Yeah. So isn't that what that show Maisel, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of that show. She was like that generation of like. Like, they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't even know what to call it. You know, but... Yeah, yeah, How's yeah. that mango juice hitting? It's hitting amazing, bro. You know, it's, it's I'm not going to invite you over. You can't invite a fellow African and not have mango juice on deck. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I'm, yeah. It's hitting amazingly, bro. I'm, I feel like I'm drinking Africa. And it's from right Aldi's, now. too, so it's, like, double it's, African. <laughs> it like, that shit was $2.09 yeah. and shit, bro. I mean, $1.98. Sure. They be having the weirdest prices in Aldi's. Right? <laughs> like, $1.97? What the fuck? Why you ain't just make it two dollars, bro? What the hell? It's what like some like numerology. If it's, it's one ninety seven, it'll sell more. Yeah. Shit, it's less than two dollars. That's a good deal. <laughs> or it's like, or like Mars is in Mercury or the retrograde, so we got to name every. The numbers have to be below ninety nine. I don't know about that. Oh, so you know numerology? Numerology is like a, like you know astrology with like the the signs. Oh, like one 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 two two two. Yeah, like eleven eleven. So I people cannot. believe. I'm not. I'm not advocating for it, but I'm saying people believe that like certain numbers so for example the fireworks yesterday they started at 909 <gasps> Ooh, that means something that means that it's only nine numbers yeah but like thing is maybe somebody who was behind the fireworks who was planning was like no let's do a 909 because it's a special and auspicious time i don't know I don't, i'm just guessing but like people do stuff like that like They're there's some crazy. people who believe it yeah i think honestly if you're listening to this and you believe in that stop it okay you're wasting your <laughs> mind power on bullshit there's only look at listen to the numbers right now one two three four five six seven eight nine that's it. That's it. They're gonna Every, fucking repeat, asshole. Everything else is the combination. Like, like, bro, nine, nine. It's not a big deal. It's not that many. Wait, you know what I'm trying to think of what if what, what is infinity then? Like, if you keep counting, do the numbers change? Like, is there a whole other set of numbers after like that we can't even count that far? Is it just keep it? You know, like you just keep going a million, a billion, a trillion. After a There's while, they gotta have a new, a new set. Like these numbers are this is the cap on Earth numbers. Yeah, like, you like know a new mean? Pokemon generation or shit. Like we need new numbers. We need new things. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't thought of that, but yeah, you can't guys stop wasting your memory and your brain on it's like, you know, names like some some people like I don't I try not to I don't remember everyone's names and I do that on purpose because I don't want to cloud my mind with everyone's name. I'm never gonna see you again, you know? That's that's how, that's how people Talk end more up, about that no like that's how people literally like i can just imagine that's gonna make me end up in like a asylum just yelling out random names like michael <laughs> jeffrey barbara ann yeah like who, like yeah like bro that is a person you met at mcdonald's 30 years ago that doesn't like you know what i mean like yeah. i try i try to keep my system not too cluttered with some bs that's man. clever that's that's self-care like, that's bro, self-care yeah man you know you know what's up something that's crazy 
that anybody you've ever seen in a dream is somebody you've seen in real life. Yeah, I heard it's a combination too. It could oh, be a combination. Like their of, nose could be from the dude from McDonald's, yeah, Michael, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, the yeah. eyes are from the person at Popeye's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the fast food theme person. That's crazy. Yeah, your your mind doesn't just like make people. That's that's weird. But you know what they have in oh. certain um so they have computer generated faces they use for um just different things like the, the government will make like when they want to use like faces that don't belong to anybody. For example, if we want to use your face on like something, we have to get your permission. Okay. Like legally. Okay. But let's say we want to do something and we have to have like a picture of somebody and we don't want it to belong to anybody. You see what I'm saying? Like, like actual, something like what? Like an advertisement or some shit? Yeah, advertisement. Like, or, join the army. Like, Or like if you're like um, catfishing somebody. or like The government catfishes people? The government catfishes people, man. Okay, I'm getting confused. <laughs> like, oh, I might what? have to edit this out. But, how much, <laughs> but they catfish people. How much time did you spend on YouTube to get to this information? <laughs> so what they do is it's called the honeypot. And they set up. It's like they catfish people who they feel like are doing cyber crimes sometimes. Or like somebody's a criminal. Let's say they're trying to catch El Chapo, and they're like, "Oh, we think we know he likes Latina women who are five eight, so we need to generate a picture of a Latin woman yeah. who's five eight. And we're like, "Oh, wait, but we're not gonna ask a Latin woman because first of all, it could put her life in danger, right? And second of all, we don't want to ask legally go through all those things where we have to make her, you know, comply and all that. So we're just gonna generate a Latina woman. And what they do is they take pictures of a thousand millions of people and they combine like the features." So they make like the perfect person. So they'll take eyes from somebody, a nose from somebody. And then once they make it into one person, legally, that's not even a person. So it's a gener IE generated. So nobody, it's nobody, but they could use it to, to DM El to Chapo. DM El Chapo. Like, hey, El Chapo, want to see my titties? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we got to computer generate these titties. <laughs> they can't belong to anybody. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. It's like, why is it taking so long to send him? El Chapo's like, yes, it's like, wait, the computer's loading. <laughs> Like some super computer titties. That's funny. Yeah, they eat a whole system, man. That's the RAM, funny. the RAM on those things are crazy. That's funny, bro. But uh, yeah, that that's that's how that goes, man. So you are a comedian, and yes. who is your main inspiration? I think I know who he is. Don't say Dave Chappelle. I mean, just because we're in DC. Don't say Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't say Dave Chappelle. But you're also from Silver Spring. I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's from Silver Spring, bro. Do you feel like you're kind of living vicariously through him because he moved to New York when he was 19. You moved to New York when you were 19. Yeah, but he had a different situation. His parents, I did the research. His parents like actually paid for his apartment. I moved to New York with three dollars, so it's oh, a little, that's very different. It's a big gap in uh, big disparity, and I don't they, know what suburb he came from in Silver Spring, but Wheaton or something. I don't know. I don't think so i don't know it might have been colesville i don't know i'm not familiar with that was Maryland. an insider yeah that was an insider <laughs> colesville is like to me colesville is like the beverly hills or silver spring oh really know. to me that's where they, they had the, the nice mall they got the nice houses in all man like yeah. in white oak white oak is like most like mostly apartments and stuff i know white oak yeah it's near wheaton right wheaton kind of kind of yeah 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 i know where that is yeah, yeah yeah it is around like you know before four corners and all that Okay. But yeah, Dave Chappelle is from Silver Spring, but I mean, I mean, he is my inspiration, but I have a lot, bro. Like, like, honestly, almost any comedian that made it is like, I respect already and I like inspire because, you know, some, even though some of them, I think they might not be that funny, but I really like, um, obviously Richard Pryor, you know, mm -hmm. any, the, the OG, everybody says Richard, Eddie Pryor, Murphy's but... got to man. You can't, you know, the Eddie Murphy's, I can't say Louis C.K. no more. Cause you know, he want to be a dickhead, but yeah. you know, he was good when, before he was, he got a little too horny, you know, maybe he was always that horny. We just didn't find out. I think he was always, I think yeah, yeah, if yeah. you listen, you know, Hamza was saying, if you go back and listen to like Louis comedy, yeah, he's there's clues. 
He's definitely. He so you can always hear clues in people's stuff. Like, <laughs> he's a little too horny. Yeah, he gets a little too carried away with the the joke. The jerking off. Yeah, like come on, man, you you a grown ass man talking talk still talking about jerking off. You're like fifty, bro. You don't got nothing else to talk about. Like it's like we're in middle school. You, you yeah, just discovered yeah. your vampire powers <laughs> or something. Jerking off, like you know, you unleashed. But um, so did your parents support your? Because you know, you talked about Dave Chappelle. His parents. Were very yeah, supportive bro. of his career. They were like, "All right, Dave, we'll get you an apartment in New they York." They used to take him to, to like uh, stand when he was right? like fourteen. Man, come I'd on, I'd be concerned. That's, as, that's as a parent, like, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I mean, that's better than not letting your kid do something and them, you know, saying "fuck you" and dropping out of college and moving to New York with three dollars. That's true. Is, is, that that what, is that what you did? Yeah, man. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what they're gonna do. Like they're gonna do what they want to do at the end of the day. Like what happened with me is like, no, they weren't really supportive because like at the well, I had started stand up. I started stand up like when I graduated high school. My friends took me to this open mic. Uh, Jesse Rivas, you, did you see him at my show? The Jesse, Hispanic dude. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yep, Jesse Rivas. It was Jesse Rivas' open mic, the first mic I ever did. So he was hosting it. Yep, he, it was, and I guess he produced it too. So I did that mic, and then Jesse booked me on a show the next week, like for my first, very first appearance. I did a, I did a good job. I'm not gonna lie, I did a good job. He booked me, so I went home. I'm, I told my dad, like, yo, you know, I did, I did stand up or whatever. I did a, I did a good hey, job. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Literally what happened. Like, I'm like, I got booked on a show next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the beginning, you know? He was like, well, we don't want you out there with those people or whatever. Like, it's some real crazy shit, bro. So then I'm... the African dad. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's more... I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It's more my stepmom that made the assholey decision. But my dad was in concert with it, too, though. But he was, like... It's, it's a lot of weird dynamics that was going on between them, I guess, a married couple to, who is this nigga? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this ain't my kid. I don't know this nigga. You gonna give me some pussy if I act like I don't know this nigga? All right. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dynamic going on. You gonna give me some pussy if we ruin this nigga life, right? You don't like him, right? You want your own family, right? Your own kids, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of yeah, weird I, dynamic going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That, that tends to happen. <laughs> I feel like it's coming from a very a very uh, intimate space. Yes, I had to summarize the trauma in like two very succinct, like yeah. hard hitting. I'm like, you gonna give me some pussy if I don't fuck if I if I fuck this nigga life up. That's right? a whole bit right there. Yeah. Do you feel like that the the, the the trauma you've experienced collectively, whatever it is in your life, kind of molded you into a comedian? Uh, honestly. I think I've 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 always loved like I've loved comedy I've loved to be funny I've won class clown in high school in the yearbook. Oh, you were class clown in the yearbook. The okay. Americans voted for me. I don't know. That was like that was a thing to me because I I've always been performing. I pref- like when I was in Togo, bro. When I was like seven, six, really young. No, like seven, eight, not seven, six. I, I used to dance. I used to model. You used to model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used was to, this in Togo? Or? Yeah, in Togo. Like, as a kid, bro. And no I've way. done it as an adult. So you're too, like a childhood star. You're like the Mary-Kate. I wasn't a star, but I was a performer. You yeah. Know? So you've always kind of been an entertainment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So what were you modeling for in Togo? Man, we did... I think uh, my um, one of my mom's friends had like a, had a brand. And she was like the one who put together the event. So I used to do it with my with my friend. And they actually kind of, kind of got popping, man. We did this event. First, we used to dance at birthday parties. I, I took dance for like a couple years. So that I was in that. We used to, like, we started off at little events. And then we used to do like, you know, a little bigger events. And then this one time, I remember this one event forever, bro. This dude, uh, Go Michel, he was, he's like the greatest 
comedian in West Africa, but not don't not stand up like movies and you know okay. like African movies and stuff like that. Like this dude in Francophone West Africa, he was like a legend. So he was on the show, bro. He was on the show I was modeling on. And I remember he just told me like I could do anything I want to do type speech. You know, one of those. Wow, speeches. he inspired you. Yeah, but it wasn't even him for real though. But like he that was one point. It, the speech didn't mean shit to me, but it was just the fact that I was in the same space with this dude that I saw on TV all the time. You know, that made me feel like, you know, things were accessible a little bit, you know, as a kid. But the real thing that happened, though, like that really inspired me to like just, I don't know, want to like pursue just anything like just art, just anything great. Uh, Ade Boyer, bro. Ade Boyer. Who's Ade Boyer? Emmanuel Ade Boyer. I told you, the soccer player. Oh. The, su- the soccer superstar. See how it's bad, bad, bad with names. It's but, all yeah. good. He scored. Yeah, you got to protect your mental, you gotta bro. protect you my mental space. Never, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm already following your advice. <laughs> yeah, you can't be. You're not, you don't want to be a bore? Who? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You don't want to be in an asylum yeah. in, in, in 30 years. Emmanuel Ade Boyer? Like, just yelling out. <laughs> That's not, you don't want that, bro. Goal. <laughs> yeah, just like, fuck <laughs> so yeah he scored a goal in the world cup bro mm-hmm. and that was the first time togo's ever been in the world cup and like my whole neighborhood went crazy bro the neighborhood was like an arena whoa like he scored a goal we lost the game <laughs> <laughs> we lost the game but that was the first goal togo scored in the world cup and i just remember like bro as a kid that made me feel like, yo, I got, I got to do, like, I got to do something. You know what I As mean? As a Togolese I, man. Yes, I got to do something. Like, yo, Ade Billiard, it's out here making the people go crazy. I got to do something to make the people go crazy, too. Like, I remember, like, I went to the, like, yard back, like, like, bro, like I prayed and everything. Like, you know, I believe in God. I'm not, like, I'm not Christian or nothing no more, but I believe in God. Yeah, I got a higher power consciousness. Yes, God. I'm a monotheist. I believe in God, you know? Mm-hmm. And I do believe in, you know, dark energy, too, whatever. So I remember I was just like, yo, I want, I want to do something. I want to do something cool. Yeah. But I didn't know what it would be. That's when I was just, I was dancing. I also tried sports. I did, I mean, I still, I play basketball, but I did. I did tennis, I did soccer, I did karate, I did judo. I didn't stick with none of those, but I stuck with dance. I stuck with modeling. Yeah. I stuck with like doing plays and shit. Oh, you were so you were I like was a doing thespian? plays too. Yeah, I was doing I was out here in these streets, man, in these Togolese streets. Yeah. Man. You were doing like the Togolese sound of music. Like, <laughs> what, what what's like a Togolese play that's like everybody's gotta do that play? I remember I was a sorcerer in a play. I remember that. You were a dark magician. I was yes, I remember I was a voodoo priest in yeah. a play. <laughs> Juju money. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember my lines. Like I still. What were your lines? My line. I, I was supposed to say I was. I, I came on. I had a little like a little. I don't know what you call it. It looked I, like a tail type thing. Yeah. You know. I and know I would just about. be like in French. I'd be like Je suis le grand sorcier. Huya 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 huya. Like like I forgot the rest, but I remember that what part. What does that mean? It's like I am the big sorcerer. Huya 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 huya. And then I would say more about like shit I would do. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. came on the scene. And it was like I'll do this and this and this. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, a cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will curse your child. I went to Hogwarts. <laughs> better watch out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's like a random. See, back to the random noises we make as oh yeah, Africans. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's another oh one, yeah, oh yeah. bro. Doesn't mean anything. It's just a sound <laughs> that we throw in to, you know, kind of jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, like Zatarain's. You got to jazz it. The your sentences got to get jazzed up. Yeah, man. You got to spice it up. 
I always say punctuation is just like confetti for uh, for words. Word, word. That makes sense, man. If you look at it, it's visually appealing. Right, right. It looks. <laughs> so, so, do you believe in like the voodoo and like the? You said you believe in the dark arts. I believe in dark energy. What are your What are your defenses against the dark arts? Honestly, I believe in God. That's it. Yeah. You, so you just believe. pray. You choose. The, the thing is also like I think you make like you choose like you can choose what energy to draw from. I've had to make like these choices before in the comedic space or in, in the artistic. space life comedy that too definitely comedy because you know when you hear about artists like like no not to get crazy all of a sudden but artists that you know oh like make deals with the devil so you believe that it's true it's not that i believe that it's true i'm telling you this as an artist this is a choice you know people personally who have sold not even personally this is a choice that artists make like this is a choice that people humans and you definitely make it in your artistry and the choice is quite simply do I where do I want to draw my energies from? You know what I mean? I like see. like do I do do I want to make it so bad that I don't care? You know what I mean? I don't care how I'm killing it as long as I'm killing it. You know what I mean? What I always thought is that it's some ritual they do and it's like after the ritual that comes up too oh, comes at up some too? point. You got to make the, the choices though. I don't know what the ritual is. I'm not saying I've never done a ritual You've never or anything entered like that. that space, yeah. Yes, yes, but what I'm saying is I've definitely been in a space where I had to choose like I don't know. I had to control myself on what energy I, you know, chose to like allow. You know, I I was in space where I didn't care for a moment, for a point. You know, dark yeah. energy, light. I don't care. You know what I mean? Just let's get be, this money. Get big. That's get right. Big let's big. get the bag. Let's get the bag. Let's get it. You know, I don't care where it's coming from as long as I'm powerful. You know. Yeah. And like I had to, and at that time I was definitely tormented too, bro. Like like spiritually, mentally, and it's not even that I was like. I'm gonna get my energy from the devil, like you know what I mean, like no yeah. wild shit like that. I don't think anybody consciously <laughs> chooses that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like, <laughs> I think it's done. It's maybe done through other ways. It's very small things, subtle things. Like I'll give you an example. I'll give you an, like when I was like 19, 20 or whatever. When I first started doing comedy, I moved to New York. My whole goal, I guess, in my life in general, like obviously you know make it in comedy and i mean i was already doing drugs you know i was just doing like acid and stuff but you know yeah i just wanted to like do, apple cider vinegar just do coke <laughs> no was, you might have to specify acid like you know yeah yeah, yeah we know little, I'm, just fuck with you. <laughs> I'm like you know yeah, yeah. come on like a lot i mean i still do it for fun sometimes but the point I'm trying to say is my aspir- at that time my aspiration was just to make it as a comedian and that's all. Not just do whatever I want to do, man. Do if I want to do cocaine all day, do cocaine all day. I don't care. Not care. Wow. Not, so not, you had no boundaries with yourself. Nothing. Zero. Any. Just no. My only purpose, my only goal was to make it in comedy. Make just no, doesn't matter. Didn't matter how. Didn't matter. You know what I mean? At whose expense? Who do, didn't, doesn't like, matter. get out of my way. Just get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was very toxic. But also through growth. And also that's part of just moving to city, to New York with $3 too. That's part of that going on. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of desperation going on in that. Because like, I moved there with $3, bro. Yeah. First I had a place to stay for free. Okay. But nigga, that's still $3, bro. Like, nigga, so I how gotta, did you survive? How did you eat? I, okay. How did I eat? I got off the bus. I got a gyro, three dollars. Three dollar gyro. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I had a place to stay for free. And what had happened was I had an audition at the Apollo like years back, like years back. And I had, and I was like I was like sixteen or something. And I posted an ad on Craigslist, like comedian looking for a couch to crash on, you know. And these people responded, but by the time they re- they responded, I had already spent all night on Times Square and shit, like. 
just smoking and shit until my audition and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Just like passing the time. Just, yeah, yeah. Literally just on those steps, like the red steps. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then I went to my auditions. But then after I, they emailed me and they was like, yo, you know, next time you're in New York, hit us up. You know? So I was living with this crazy deaf lady. She used to call the police on me for noise and shit. Like, like <laughs> wait, what? Not even a joke I'm making up. Like, not like literally this lady was deaf. She used to call the cops because she thought I was playing music, blasting music. But in her defense, though, she saw me move in my speakers. Yeah. And so she, I guess she was like, oh, black guy, big speakers, music, 100,000%. <laughs> He's got to be blasting. Yes. Like, but I'm like, bro, it's 5 a.m. Like, I'm not even, like, up. Like, it was really sick. Like, and the police would actually come and I would have to, like, talk, talk to, to them. Talk to the cops? Yes, bro. And, and did they believe you? I mean, they saw she was deaf, but it would, like, I would actually talk to them, bro. Like, they would actually show up. She would call, she's deaf. Like, you can tell she's deaf on the phone. Like, when she speaks. Like, yeah, yeah so it's like, like an impediment a little bit. That shit was really fucked up, bro. So it was a toxic situation. So I left there. Yeah. And first I was living in that place for free and it was cool for a while. But Wait, so she was letting you live there? No, I was paying rent there. To the deaf lady? I thought, yeah, to the okay. deaf This was in Maryland. This was in Maryland, the deaf lady. Okay. So when I got fed up with the deaf lady, some shit happened with the deaf lady. I just said, fuck this lady. I'm, about to, I'm moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck this place. I lived there for like maybe a year, you know. Yeah, as her roommate. Yeah, yeah. No, she was the she was like the owner of the house. Oh, so you yeah. were like upstairs and she was downstairs. I, no, actually, we were both upstairs. Her room was literally next to mine, like facing. Oh. and she was a fiend too. She was a, like a like a crazy weed weed fiend. Like this is fucked up because she used to be like you could smoke in the house, but that was like a trick to try to always smoke. She never, I never smoked with her, but that was like a trick to always try to like smoke with you. Like anytime she smelled weed, oh, so she could like bump some weed. She would bang on your door like stop smoking, let me smoke. Like bitch, fuck that you. That sounds man. very very unhealthy. Bro, it was so traumatizing, bro. Like I couldn't get. People there <laughs> i moved to new york i moved to new york and shit and yeah it was cool it was cool at first but i was struggling bro how did i eat i went to the soup kitchen it's times bro i had to like because i would do like three four open mics a night that's all i had to do like just open mics every night like yeah. i had nothing else to did do. did it get draining like every night i had nothing else to do it was all i had bro yeah. it didn't i couldn't even but i you, I was tired, but I couldn't, you know, like, what, what am I going to do? Not do that? Because that's why I moved here. Like, I, had, I got a mission. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do nothing, bro. I can't go back to the deaf lady. Could, <laughs> <laughs> or my parents. Like, yeah. it was really fucked up, bro. Like, at times, bro, I would literally, like, I would go to an open mic. I would sign up. I would sign up. I would run to the soup kitchen. I would grab, I would grab a bike, run back to the open mic, perform. Like, nothing just happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I wasn't just running across the, you know, like, yeah. waiting in line, eating some shitty ass, trash ass food. It was crazy, yeah. bro. Like, you know. And so, this is when you're 19. Yes, bro. So, That's trauma. I'm, I'm getting traumatized. I was... <laughs> listening to you and my parents were alive bro and yeah. well you know what i mean were they like oh he he's doing his own comedy thing yeah let, they was like let, fuck this let dude. him suffer yeah yeah, let yeah, him, yeah man he'll come yeah, back yeah, yeah and i was like no fuck you i would yeah. never come he back go to school and be yeah. a good boy yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that was what's going on but but yeah it like after a while i started living with my cousin at some point too shit went south at the place i was living at like uh, in New York, yeah. First, okay. the first place I was living in Crown Heights. Shit went south over there. What? What? How did it go south? Uh, how south? Did we talking Dixie? How south did we ooh, get? A couple things went south. First of all, one of my roommates tried to kill me. Uh, <laughs> that's a south. That's a Mexico south. That's, that is Antarctica south. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Patagonia. <laughs> extremely south. Yeah. Uh, it was almost so south. It's cold again. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> 
they tried to kill me. But it was like, it was some bullshit. Like, I spilled some quinoa and some... <laughs> I know, right? The beginning? I know. What? Okay, keep going. I spilled some quinoa and I'm, I'm sweeping up the quinoa, right? And he just comes up and he did that thing where someone tells you to do something when you're already doing it and it's really annoying. Where he's yeah. like, yeah, nigga, you better clean up that quinoa. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? Nigga? I'm like, so the first thing I'm, I'm like, nigga, you ain't my daddy the fuck? And then he was like, yo, you nigga, you better clean this shit up or I'm going to be your daddy. Whoa. For a second, I was like, you know what? That'd be nice, bro. I would like some fatherly <laughs> guidance in my life right now. <laughs> what do you want to play catch? Can I get a hug? Maybe. I'm just saying. I do need those things. <laughs> can we go to the, the father-son dance? Yeah. Exactly. Can we can we watch a baseball game, please? I'm just saying, man. I do. Like, you're offering to, for, to do the job, right? I do need a father right now. I'm in need. Daddy wasn't there <laughs> to take me to the fair to change my underwear. <laughs> so the quinoa, right? Yeah. So then he's like, "Suck your mother," you know. Yeah. Me, I don't care if you talk about my dad, but if you talk about, him, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to put hands on you. So you know, when you suck your mother, so you know, I give him a little, little, little combo, you know, right. ruffle them. Give him a two-time little hook. No, it was jaw like five. Not even gonna cap. Whoa. <laughs> it was jaw like a jab, 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 uppercut, uppercut. You know what I mean? Like, like uppercut, uppercut hook. You know what I mean? Like it was a real, it was a real combo. Like I unleashed. Yeah, you the Tekken, the Tekken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Circle square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Circle R1. square triangle X. Circle yeah. square triangle X X. Like it was like wow. Like he's like like oh shit. That nigga, that nigga. So he fell, whatever, right? So I a couple just a couple knees, you know. I thought he was gonna fight back because he's disrespecting me. OD, yeah, he sounds like he's he was gonna I'm thinking this is one of your daddy. Exactly. And I'm and suck your mother. So I'm thinking yeah. we gonna we gonna rack, you know. Anyway, so I throw a couple knees. He stops fighting or I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm not going to kill you, obviously. Yeah. He stops fighting. I go back, back to, to the bed. quinoa. I go back to my bed. No, our head already, the king, I didn't even go back to the king at this point. It was cleaned he up. He runs downstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He runs downstairs. He runs downstairs. He comes back with the stupid steak knife, bro. Like the stupid. From where? The he kitchen. Bought us- oh. The kitchen. Oh, okay. Straight the kitchen. <laughs> And the landlord, the I got so the landlord was really overweight. She was a really overweight lady. She was like maybe four hundred pounds. Like, like my big, my four hundred pound life yes, type. Okay, super overweight. Like she was so overweight. No offense to overweight people, but every time she pissed, it smelled really bad afterwards. Like you shared the same bathroom. Uh, yeah, she would come to ours. Or you sometime. would smell the piss. Up. She would come to ours sometime. Like she had Why? her own. I don't know. I don't know. But it's asserting dominance. I guess, bro. It smelled like just nasty. Flesh from like it smelled like she didn't clean her like like not even just her vagina but just the creases was like it smelled like stinky armpit you know what I mean but like uh. like you know like under your nuts after you exercise you oh, ever do it under like sweat, your sweaty mouth yes like yeah. like just like that but way worse like <laughs> so anyways like potent I'm mad I had to stop and, pungent <laughs> yes I'm mad I had to stop and talk shit about her her stinky even though she saved my life but yeah she stood in she like stood in the way of this guy yeah he cut her and everything like oh no way the whole time and, but she was fat that's the only like he was trying to push her she was fat like thick and the hallway was small yeah and imagine i'm like in a i'm like in the room he's like in the hallway and this is the funniest thing someone trying to kill you is really funny man i guess in hindsight the emotion in in their eyes no i was laughing in the moment because the (laughs) motion because he was so mad bro yeah like imagine someone 
eyes like, I want you dead right yeah. now. I want you fucking dead right now. So where's this coming from? And you're like, I'm still alive, bitch. Like, nothing you can do. I'm breathing. And this lady's going to protect me. Yes. And, uh, and then when he stopped, when he couldn't, like, get past her, he was saying he's going to call people to come kill me. And then she said she's going to call people to come kill him. And I'm Whoa. like, oh, perfect, because I did not know where this she was She was really going. protecting you, bro. I, was, I think maybe she was protecting the house, too. Yeah. You know, because she don't, don't want a crime scene. Yeah. She don't want niggas coming up and killing niggas in the crib. She doesn't want her property. But he was right? pussy, too. Like, bro, like, come on. I just beat you up a little bit. Like, nigga, at least ask me to go to the yard or something, man. Yeah. You he kind of was, like, preparing. Like, if you can't if you can't talk it, don't don't say it. It was a scene, bro. Like, it, it took a while. It took, like, a good 20 minutes for was him your to landlord? witnessing like the build up to this or was it just like she just uh, saw this dude running I think with they the did kind of see the like well she did see him running up the stairs but the people in the house were definitely aware like something was going on so how many point. people were in this house there were who first of all I had to share the room bro so with it was who? four with two, this dude? two bunk beds in one room first of all that's an orphanage bro that's so, Annie. And that's New York, bro. That's New York. There's a lot of people living like that in New York, man. Damn, like grown ass adults. And yes, bro. But it, it was bunking, like I wasn't Ertin Birdie, like <laughs> like zero Street. sex over here, bro. Like zero. <laughs> like like in is, holes, man. Remember, like no fun. Stanley Elnats and like zero. They would like bunk. Yeah, bro. Like it, it was. It was like that, bro. So then. Yeah, so fucking after that, that fell apart. And also, I had gotten this, I had gotten this, like, I had gotten this bullshit-ass job, and, like, they just didn't pay me, like, and I, I was 19, too. It was so dumb. I was so dumb. Like, bro, like, if someone doesn't pay you one time, you don't show up again, bro. That's that's it's the so big good. red flag. I showed up. So, yeah, so then at some point, so then I just had to leave there, and I had to choose, like, should I, you know, go back home, or, like, should I stay? And and I stay, should I stay almost and clean up more quinoa for me? <laughs> so what did you? What did I was you in do? the shelter for a little bit too. Wow. I was in the shelters, not even the good ones, like the Bronx ones, bro. Like, yeah. But I, it, I made it. I was like nineteen. Like, I didn't care, bro. I was just glad to be free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't like. It was hurting. But it hurt good, bro. I was free. You're Nobody, like, at least I'm not no. I, I don't answer to anybody. Yes, bro. And I'm going my hair. I'm doing. I'm doing comedy, man. I'm doing what I love. Like no, no. And also, this is a thing. When I got in the shelter, their thing they have like a curfew that's like 8 p.m. How are you gonna do sex? I spoke to the. I spoke to the counselor people at the whatever the the shelter. I told them like, you know, I I moved here to do comedy, and they gave me an extension on like the curfew, so I could come in whatever time. Yo, so I'd be coming in like one whatever, you know. I do stand on all night, do whatever Just, I want to do. Would you get like a little card that says that you yeah. were approved? I was mad special in that bitch. Yeah, like, everyone's like, yo, the, this is special ass homeless nigga boy. <laughs> this nigga not even fucking with us. You got bro. VIP homeless dude, <laughs> literally. <laughs> On God, bro. Yeah, you walking in like, hey, make room. <laughs> Yo, where the good soup at? <laughs> Yo, they saved the chowder for me, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that was like another. But I'm rich in Africa, though, so that was like a good experience for me. So was that? Is that kind of you had kind of how you rationalize everything? Like, like when you're in like a bad situation, you're like, you know what? But if I was in Africa right now, I'm I'd, rich. Yeah, I'm rich. I'd be. The, I have a mansion. My family, we have a mansion. I have home. I have a home. Yeah, I can spend whatever time I want. And you can go back whenever and it's whenever there. And yeah. no one is ever. No, I'm good. See, that's so common for like I feel like Africans who come here, like they, people don't understand. Like back home, like we kind of balling. We the ones who got out, we could afford exactly. to get out. Right? We made it out the hood like one time already, bro. <laughs> Literally, right. <laughs> And it's like, cause they don't think, they think Africa's like hot, right? They don't understand there's like crazy, like rich people and like, there's like industry. Yes. Like, yeah. You know, there's like 
development. But so why did you, why did your parents immigrate to your family immigrate to, to Maryland? Yeah. Uh, my dad, my dad actually moved here. My family, my parents are divorced. So my mm-hmm. dad is the one who came to like America, but my dad, my dad's a refugee actually, because, you know, I was saying about the president. Togo Political refugee. Yeah. 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 So just, I think at some point it was like, cause there's like a situation The people, my mom's from the North, my dad's from the South. Okay. The people from the North have the power people from the south don't really so That's yeah a common some, theme, yeah man. so at some point the people from the north was like my mom's people was like man, fuck you guys man y'all ain't gonna ever win in no election in here fuck you man yeah we just want representation yeah man get the fuck out of here go to Mar- go to maryland bitch <laughs> go vote over there nigga you ain't voting here bitch we ain't counting your shit wow <laughs> so yeah that's yes. how my dad ended up here yeah politics and i but i was still in africa for a while until i joined my dad like here like i was living with my mom my stepdad and all so that's and then i lived man. in queens i forgot after the shelter, and then I got my own place. Okay, in the Bronx. Oh, congrats! So how did that? I made happen? it at the shelter, bro. How did How did you get your own place? Did you I like? I got a job. I got a job. You got a job. What were you doing? I was making sandwiches. Subway. Uh, cozy. Cozy. Is that like a like a off off brand? It's like it's Subway's good. Cozy's off-brand. is good, bro. So Cozy's, Cozy's is better. It's than... a New York place, right? Uh, I've I never think I might have seen one around here, a couple, maybe one in Bethesda, but it's good. It's better than I think. It's, it's better than Subway. I also worked at this place called the Metropolitan Club. What's that? Yeah, it's the club where J.P. Morgan started that club when oh. the bank nigga, you know, he's so dead we're like, now. We're like the the Illuminati niggas go hang yes, out. Yes, bro, yeah. I worked there, bro. I worked there, bro. What that did you shit see? was. Uh, I didn't see nothing too crazy, but just working there was extremely stressful. Like, like, and all okay. I mean, first of all, I barely saw any black people. Obviously, like no, mm-hmm. like no niggas there. Were you waiting? Or were you... I was a server there, bro. Yeah. That shit. Oh man, I got. Man, this one time, this lady, sh- I don't even remember. One of the employees just shot on me for no, no, Wait, no like one, not employees. The, no, no, not on my head. But yeah. one of the, uh, one of the, like, I guess the people who work for the company who hires their servers. I don't even remember what what she reproached me, but it was like, ah, ah, it was so dumb, bro. Okay, she had told me something. It was a curtain, right? It was a curtain. Everyone was going through the curtain. All the servers were going through the curtain, bringing trays and shit, bringing trays and shit, whatever, whatever. And I come up to the tray, and then she was like, "No, don't, don't go through, don't go through the curtain anymore. We're not gonna use the, we're not gonna use this curtain anymore." I'm like, "Okay, cool." This is the manager, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then she's like, "What?" She's like, "What?" You say yes, ma'am. I'm like, whoa. You say yes, ma'am, to me. What do you mean, okay, like, okay, like, man. That has racial undertones. I was right like, there. uh, I'm not your slave. <laughs> like, I work over here. I'm not, you don't own me. <laughs> like, but though, just her tone and everything, it wasn't even just like in a, hey, this is a respectful environment. Please mm. use respect. It was like, a, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, this nigga? Like, we allow you in this space and you want to say, okay, cool? Nigga, you better say yes, man. Like, you know what I mean? That's what was going on. Like, yeah. So, yeah, shit like, like that. We but don't it was, say cool. Yeah. But, yeah, they have, a, they have really cool rooms, man. They have nice libraries. It's a really Not nice cool building. rooms. We say <laughs> yes, ma'am rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so, it would be like you go, you kind of like rent a room with like your rich friends and you just go like have fun and get served by oh, a tall black man. No, no. It's like they have members. Okay. And their members host events there. So like some of their members might get like it like I would do like really rich people weddings type shit, like real rich wow. weddings. Like like you'd you just know these people got stupid money, bro. I don't you don't even gotta know where they from. Yeah. Like you just know you just know these days is balling, bro. 
Damn, and can you can anybody apply, or you just like you have to like member of it? It was through a. I mean, I applied through a, a like no, a, no no like to like attend the club. Oh, I don't know how you like get it hearsay. Like you gotta know somebody. I, I did not. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think you just. It's you don't just. It's not a public club. It's private. Like it's a bro. The rules of that place. You can't walk in without a tux, bro. That's, That's the excessive. dress code, bro. You can't. I'll walk. never go there. You cannot walk in if you not if you don't got a, like a jacket. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? if you don't got like a jacket button up. You know. Did you rent them to people? Like, did you have like extra jackets just in case? No, we they we I wore tux when I worked there. But like, let's say like a rich person is like like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't wear a suit, but like he wants to go and do they have like tuxes for him? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I never seen anyone like that. And no one tried it. No one, I think all, knew. yeah, yeah. I think all the people that go there like they're a part of that society, so they kind of buy into it's J P Morgan bro yeah it's fucking jp morgan that's bro. jp that's like the nike of white guys bro like that's like <laughs> so michael jordan like bro man. that's where they used to get together and be like what the hell do you mean they should have rights <laughs> <laughs> you mean everyone should eat food <laughs> how, how does civil rights affect the bottom line <laughs> <laughs> yeah like right around those fireplaces that like those discussions were had but you know i worked there that, i made some good money there too tips so, yeah 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 we yeah. made some good actually not even tip they paid us like a flat rate but wow yeah. like they probably like want you guys to be hour. happy so you wouldn't steal people's stuff. Yeah, I guess so. It was yeah. like it was it was good. It was like it was like twenty five dollars per hour. It was fire, bro. It that was, is actually was, really good. It was, it was That's fifty thousand a year if it's full time. We was eating, bro. You was eating good. And then you got your own place? In the project though. With the cokehead couple. So wait, was it your own place or you had a couple living? I, no. It was they had an apartment in the projects, they rented a room. A room. Okay. That's not okay, that is your own place. I guess coming from a shelter. That's nigga, I was place. up. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, man. you got your own bed. He got heat. Nigga, I had a closet. Fuck that. I was up, boy. Closet. That's another room. That's a, a two window. bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I had a window and everything. I was not playing, bro. Wow, I could see outside. That's dope. Yeah, and then you, right. you told me. So you were talking about this coquette couple. They were fighting over the Xbox. They were. They be fighting all the time. They were toxic. They used to beat each other up and wow. like all that shit, bro. Was it like, equal beating each other? Like sometimes she would win. Sometimes he would win. I don't know who won. I just heard the fight. I just heard the fighting. Yeah. I never investigated because they're on coke, man. And I'm in the projects, bro. I'm here to do what I got to do, man. Y'all not going to like not that. I never. Yeah. Come on, man. Yo. Yeah. But at some point, they, um, I think most of the fighting they did too, because like I went to Maryland for like a weekend mm-hmm. and I came back and, uh, my key wasn't working and I'm like, what the fuck? Like. So I start calling the lady, you know, I start calling the lady, like I'm calling her over and over. And then she's like, yeah, I changed the locks because, you know, I'm not with, uh, I forgot his name. I think it might have, whatever his name anymore. I'm not with whatever his name is anymore. But I'm like, bitch, I'm a tenant. Like, you're going to like, what the fuck? We have a lease. Bro, you're going to change the locks and not even like tell me, bro. Like, so I wait for her. She comes, she opens the door. Like two days later, bro, this dude comes back and he robs the place, bro. Like he robs. Did he rob you too? He didn't rob me. Okay, he robbed. He her took stuff. his own shit. Her, yeah. their shit. You know, yeah. like a very sloppy relationship, bro. He took all. Like I was saying, the TV, the the Wi-Fi, the the fucking ex, aforementioned Xbox. You know, yeah. like. And then she was just like, everybody gotta go. But I'm like, all right, I guess I was kind of happy to leave. Even I was like, all right. So she canceled your lease. Everything was done. And then you went back to Maryland. Left, got the fuck. That was, was that like, like your 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 metaphysical sign, like your yeah. That shit. The hurt, universe bro. was just like, hey, I think New York is like. I bet it hurt because you came with a mission and you had a bro, whole little life. Like for real, bro. I 
had nothing and I got stuff, bro. And I had to fucking leave that shit. And that shit happened to me like three times, bro. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in my short, tiny life. Like, bro, first when I moved to from Maryland, I lost a lot of things, bro. Like, like I rem- I had had to pick, you know, because I can't carry everything. Obviously, like I had yeah. to lose. Man, so so much of my shoes, my clothes, bro. That shit fucking You're a little hurt, hypeies. Bro. You're a hypeies. Man, I mean, I, yeah, bro. I'm trying are, to get yeah. a little fly, man. I yeah, lost a yeah. lot of shit, bro. Like, sometimes I still think, like, bro, my ACG boots. I know somebody got my ACG boots. My ACG hiking boots, bro. My so do you, do you think your parents gave them away? Or it wasn't. At, I wasn't even living at home at the time. I was living with the crazy deaf lady. Oh, so someone stole them? It just, I don't know. I just left a bunch of stuff, bro. Oh, like, at the place, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I just took what I could. I took the summer stuff I had. I couldn't take the winter stuff because it was summertime. I'm not going to take my... You know what I you mean? You got to pick. You know how much... Bro, that shit hurt, bro. Like, I had to pick that shit the night before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. damn. I got to leave my... Little fuck. All right, man. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Niggas shitting on my life already. Yeah. And then I lost... You know, and then obviously, like, moving through the shelters and all that. That shit was already a drag. And then I lost it again and I fucking, like... That shit blew me, bro. But when I came back to Maryland, I mean, I, I've been in... I'm not leaving any anymore because that shit was tiring, bro. Moving is exhausting. Oh, man. I can relate to the moving thing. I've, I've had the COVID really fuck shit up for me. You know, I, I had a job. I got, I got let go. Had to move back home. Kind of like you. Where, where? And I, I kind of came, I came to DC without a job, and I, I created this little life, and just to watch it, like all. Oh, <laughs> and so now I'm back. But yeah, dude, that that's it's you know now you're back, but now I feel like you've secured yourself in DC. I feel like just talking to you, I feel like you're like. I'm a DC boy. I am, bro. I am. I've bro. tasted the water over there, <laughs> and I got I got diarrhea from that. Yes, shit, bro. Yeah. Like really bad. E. Coli bro. water. Couldn't even help it. You know, what I mean? that's mm-hmm. the part that like hurt the most because it's like like you know yeah you get it shit happens but it's like that shit was just so out of like out of my control I can't control yeah. them being on coke and him robbing the house and her. You know what I should have done, bro? I should have fucked her, man. The moment, <laughs> what? Nah, man. When he left, bro. Did you have a little crush on her the whole time? I, I mean, I could have. No, I didn't have a crush so, on like, her. So, like, if you. I could have fucked her for the rent. Yeah, I was about to say, like, if you even got into a relationship with her. She had thick ass. He would have came back and tried to wreck me. <laughs> like, I would rob you and kill you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you dated my bitch now. I always knew you was a fake nigga. No, 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 this for the rent. No, you changed the lock. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this for the rent. This for the rent. I promise I don't like her. You can yeah. have her back. Was she? What was her job? Like, what was she doing? She was a security guard. Okay. A, leg- a security guard cokehead, bro. Wow. And she had a fat ass. I should have just smashed, bro. Because I remember the one the night he left, bro. I was just sitting in my room. I'm like, damn, I should just go hit her with you. You trying to smoke like this? Because <laughs> I know I'll get the free rent. You know yeah. what I mean? She'd be like, I'll smash her. Then. But I feel like, no, I feel like you'd have to be in a relationship. It would get her. more time. Nah. I, would... I feel like if you just smash, you'd be like, okay, yeah, just Venmo me tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like you'd have to like cultivate <laughs> something. It'd have to be like. Be like, hey girl, I never. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm invested. Yeah, I love you. Because if it's just like a mutual, like if she might give you a discount on the rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might get a little discount. A (laughs) discount. He's on a (laughs) discount. What's a dick's count like twenty percent? Gotta be thirty five at least. Thirty five at least, man. Respect, man. (laughs) Yeah, I would say fifty, but thirty five. You're out here haggling for a dick's count. (laughs) But wait, dude. So do you feel like I feel like the days. The days of going to New York or like having to move somewhere to do comedy or to do anything in your career kind of over like the Internet, people talking, the world is the country and the world is more consolidated. It's connected. You can kind of get discovered anywhere. 
That's true, but I think like a big market like New York, still you can't like can't. Okay, and you're that. speaking as somebody who's done comedy yeah, there. You can't like. So you were you getting approached when you were like doing comedy? Like, hey, we want to put you in this thing. It's a big no, thing. No, not like that. But I mean, I got, I did some, sh- I did shows. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, I didn't get on TV or nothing. I, I would know if I was on. <laughs> I would know if I, I was. Nobody's on. on TV. They, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, th- what I meant, what I mean more is like the opportunities and just like I think also the respect people have for the art in those different cities. Yeah. You know, like I mean, people respect comedy in DC, but. I feel like it's not like a, for the most part, for the most part, at least I'm from Silver Spring too. Maybe in Silver Spring, at least I know people think like this, like basically like, okay, yeah, yeah, you nice, but you might not, you probably not going to blow up here type shit. Like, I think a lot of people have that mentality because they haven't really seen it happen. I have, I don't know. I haven't seen even they Well, I know that was a while ago, but. Oh, they should popped off in New York. Right? Yeah. He went to New York, you know, like even now there's still comedians moving to New York. I wouldn't, I, at this point. Thing I, is, you know what, you know what I feel like? What? I might have to cut you off. I feel like moving to New York isn't the best idea because it's saturated. Like, like now there's so many standups that New York is where all they're, they're all going. But if you could like make a mark in DC, which is easier because first of all, it's the comedy scene isn't as big as New York and there's not as many comedians. So I feel like to stand out, it'd be a lot easier. Okay. Uh, I'm honestly, but that's me. I'm not a comedian. I never so. worried about like saturation, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I believe like wherever I go, bro, you know, if I, I'm going to take that. care of my business, yeah. it's, it's going to, it's going to be on, bro. Like I'm going to be special wherever I go. That's like, you know, my, it's my gift. It's my talent, whatever. That does When I was in New York too, I was one of the best comedians in New York. Like I, I believe that, bro. So did you rub shoulders with like other comics? I in mean, New York? yeah. Like, do you who, want me to do some do name know? drops? Do you drops, want me, drops, do you want me to do some name drops right now? Drop Is this everything. the name drop section? All right, Drop I got you know e- Eagle Wit. We used to do comedy with Eagle Wit. Eagle Wit. He's on he's on Comedy Central right now. You know, oh really? Nice. Okay. What's his name? Um, Usama Sadiq. He's an Indian comedian. He was on America's Got Talent recently. Oh, he's really Bengali. Funny. He's Bengali. Yeah, man. He has a podcast called Mango that's, Bay. That's, that's, come on. I know him. I know yeah. that, that's the, come on. I know. The, I know. You know. Yeah, you you call me with him. Who else? I'm trying to think of more. Ah, uh, Andre Thompson. Thompson. He oh, was yeah, on. Yeah, no. He was on late night just the other day. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Randy Otis. I saw him his first set in New York when he moved from Florida. He was talking about how his parents were rich and all that. I remember yeah. that. You know what I mean? Everybody, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like anybody that met. So, you know. Yeah. But it's also part of like. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I do think about it. Like, damn, bro. That's my class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, well, the thing is, everybody's path is it's different. different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. in entertainment, it's dude. Like, be... you could be popping as a comedian. Like, we've seen so many comedians rise and fall within the span of a year, and we don't hear about them anymore. That's their fault, man. Yeah, they're not. They're not doing the work. You gotta put. What down. happens when? The, what happens behind the scenes pla- when they fall? I off? think you plateau, man. Really? You gotta, you gotta like. You don't have new, new, new material or just new inspiration. You feel happy, and so also some people blow up before they're really good, bro. Yeah, and like, like they might. I'm. I don't know how they might know somebody. They might get lucky. Are they they might have little, a good the show. ritual. They're doing the ritual. They might. I don't know because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like. I've seen some like comedians that's you know they on on TV or whatever, and you see them live every time, and it's like, what the fuck were they seeing in you, bruh? Do you think is well, what if it's more than just? It's the game. It's the game. It's just the game. They just hustled, man. I'll give an example. I'll give a more recent example in DC. There's a lot of good comedians in DC, a good amount, you know. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, the like the one comedian, I like really res- like really respect. I think is like. Like, 
better than me, the one, the yeah, Lafayette Wright. Lafayette Wright. Did I see him perform? I don't know. I don't. You might if you did, you will remember. I, I don't think I've seen Lafayette. He so he's a DC comic. He's a he's hilarious. Organic in DC. He's hilarious. I don't know if he's from DC, but he's hilarious. Yeah. And what I, I'm just saying that to say that like he got on Comedy Central recently, like a couple like a couple weeks ago, and that shit just made me think like if you had seen some of the other people that got on Comedy Central from DC, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with the game, bro? You know yeah. what I mean, like. What is wrong with everybody, bro? How is this person on? They're in the same circuit. They're doing those same, those same. You know what I mean? Shows. How the fuck is this person on before this person, bro? Like, and if yeah. you even watch the video, bro, it's not even just my personal opinion. You look at the comments. You see them live. You check them out, man. You you talk to them as a human in person. You you talk to them while you're taking a piss next to them in the urinal. These yeah. people are not funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not just like like cringe. You know? Like, do you think the taste taste in comedy has changed the taste makers are i don't think it's taste i think they just there's a taste maker out there yes there's a taste like maker a maker but with taste he, he's making decisions you know he's pushing certain people but that's the game i'm not even complaining about that that's yeah. the game but is know? it connections as well like that too yeah, do they, yeah maybe yeah. they know like a producer yes or yes and yeah. that the the taste maker i'm referring to is a producer is what i'm like oh so the producers decide the there's, taste and is it, is it based on their own comedic taste yeah like there's certain people i think like they there's certain people in dc scene that have like they they put on shows and they have an ear to like the the higher conduits of comedy like certain people they'll put on they put on like a bar show or whatever right on the from the outside it looks or maybe they'll have four or five whatever however many on the outside it just looks like hey this is a comedy production company yeah but like this is the guy who's telling the people at wherever wherever like hey this is who you should put on next this is who you should put on next Put this oh. person on hey, this person doing my shows, you know, hey, put this person on it. This you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can it's not even like subtle. Like if you just pay a little bit of attention, you could be like, ah, oh, that's the motherfucker making the decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that some of those people, bro, they're biased or I don't know. And I'm not gonna lie, man. Comedy is con man, I've been bitching about this recently, but like white people they have some sort of comedy alliance going on, man. Yeah, if you're a white comic hearing this, man, hit me the fuck up. Get me my membership, bro, because this is some bullshit, man. It's just Sam's Club. If you no, have, for real. What if it's just Sam's Club this whole time? You got to have a Sam's Club card. Like, you, which is being white and not that funny. Like, that's yeah. what it is. So you think, so what they do is they create like a monopoly, you're saying? like Kind of. Like, there's like, there's very strong, like centralized power units in the comedy scene and it's very racially divided it is but yeah. i mean you can get through that at the end of the day i'm not i'm that will never stop anybody nothing will stop if you're meant to make it man nothing will stop you you know what of i course, mean like course. nothing it's me, written bro i'll put on my own shows i'll do you know what i mean whatever but i'm just saying this is how it is like it's just it's like like you can't because i'm like i've seen some of these shows man and i'm like you guys got seven mediocre white comedians one okay black guy come on man you don't care about comedy this is all like a circle jerk and sometimes too i put on my own shows quick shout out quick plug i got a show at the wonderland ballroom every second friday of the month at 6 p.m come on like that's in a DC, monthly right? in yeah. dc in the Columbia city heights yep and i got a <laughs> the one at the bus boys and poets in tacoma every last sunday of the month but sometimes i'll ask some of these comedians just to get on their shows just to see what they say like and i won't and i'll do it like at a time where i know they probably seen me like four or five times too you know what i mean like 
like you know i'm nice like nicer than you like nicer than <laughs> just admit it like no for real i mean you don't yeah. even have to you're not going to i know you're not going to that's okay but you know i know you know it's very obvious <laughs> can i do your show and they'll be like no and i'm like I know why you don't you think like, it's like a threatening thing like they feel like oh you're gonna be like i'm you know i'm the headliner but you're gonna kill and i'm not one hundred thousand million percent mm-hmm. you're gonna come to my show and take food out of my plate man people might forget about my take boring, my audience yeah away. people might forget about my boring white ass if you come through you know what i mean like yeah. shit man you know like i'm not gonna have you come there's some of that going on i'm almost positive but also like it's definitely like it's clicky like i saw you know i could say and some of these clicks i've been observing the clicks lately like bro y'all got one black friend man oh it's one of those and you guys have consolidated the power in dc comedy that's not fair there's not enough black producers putting on like quality shows at you know top venues that's like in the paper and shit like it's fucking syndicated that's a good word right like syndicated like yeah. yeah like there's not a lot of like black producers actually you know like mo we got it i don't know if it's our fault or whatever but our shows is mostly our black comics not uniting in the same way no and yeah. we need I don't see it happening because I think the diaspora of black comics is also like different. You got the urban, urban ass black comics, you know, the yeah. ones who's going to talk about how they hate their baby mama and love Ina ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got the me black comics, right? The ones who, we, yeah, we will code switch all day, man. Black yeah. audience, I got you. Don't worry. A white audience, because I will, I got you too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like anybody, I got you. Very, you know what I mean? Not just like, so I think that's an aspect of it too, because a lot of the black comedy is centered in the like urban comedy you know what i mean like yeah. urban com- comedy nucleus so me for example i'm not i don't do a lot of urban shows like you know i do i i do them I, if i get booked like for example the there's this joint islands comedy lounge it's not even the most urban it's in Wheaton, but every every comedian damn near is black i've heard know? about that place yeah it's, i've yeah. gone there tony wood had a show there recently yeah 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 so like i mean i perform those places but it's like it would i think that's part of the divide you know what i mean even mm-hmm. between because there's a lot of there's black comedians that aren't like really like uh i hate my baby mama and i uh eat ass comedian and maybe you know there needs to be maybe more of us for us to have like a coalition you heard about the rachel nichols shit right what was that oh man they got this white bitch on camera talking crazy Is she a comedian no she's a she's a sportscaster for cnn oh no cnn fucking espn and shit yeah. and they were saying that like the a black woman is gonna do the finals and she got caught on tape like basically saying yeah i get they're trying to fix their diversity record but don't do it here like so they were gonna like replace her with a black woman yeah and she was like basically like you know having a thought us bro like we're not even if we're not united but we're gonna shine bro like yeah. that like but we do need some unity because i was even i'm not gonna lie man i see i was looking at some of their things i'm like this is like kind of fucked up like this this stinks like like damn y'all niggas hanging on july 4th and everything too like, what they were doing that without us nigga without us <laughs> with your one black friend huh yeah if you got one black friend come on so are a lot of these white comics dc comics or are they comics who are moving to dc i think of most of them i don't know there's a good amount there's a good amount from dc at this point me my thing is if i hit you up to do your show and you give me a bullshit answer man bullshitting bro like because you know me you know i've been around for like eight years bro you're not and most of the time it's like if you're not better than me like and i can't get you know you do it's something going on but these mediocre white guys are getting on your show yeah but me i gotta what i what i gotta do i mean i don't I'm well, not gonna if do they anything. don't get you on your show it's almost a compliment because they might they probably think you're too funny yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, that's good and yeah. i have my own show where i talk for 
45 minutes so they can suck so many penises bro like how many how many to, uh, like at least a billion Whoa. like more than the people on earth right now <laughs> like so i think it's hilarious because there's this like mentality of like scarcity you can only get it only so many laughs like people can laugh like i can go to a white comic i go to a black comic and i can laugh at both laughing doesn't deplete from my bank account yeah. from my energy <laughs> So I'm like, it's like interesting to see behind the scenes, like there's all this like, no, my audience, my, yeah. and then it's like at the end of the day, like these same people are going to the same shows and like loving both of the comics and laughing, but there's all this unnecessary drama that these people are like, oh, I can't have a Yannick on because if Yannick's on, they're going to laugh more. They then, will. Yeah, they, they are. They will though. But the fact and that, that will hurt their feelings. It's, it's ego, right? It's <laughs> yes. Like, they're so offended by that, by like the fact that someone, but there's always going to be somebody who can make people laugh more than you. Like, bro, and it's also because you, you can't make, measure laughs like that. That's true. You know? And also like you can make them laugh too, man. Like, yeah, you're not going to, you know, like my laughter doesn't mean anything. It is louder than that. <laughs> they are hollering. You know, it is It is definitely more powerful. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop your grind, bro. You can still get a good show after the show. You yeah. can still get a good show and a follow maybe, you know. Maybe one follow. You maybe might one. get some, maybe some cheeks, but, you know, after <laughs> me and shit. You know? it's like, your grandma might say you're funny. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So do you think that... um the end game what's the end game for comp like how do you know you've made it for you for me so when you like when are you gonna wake up and be like ah finally like the sigh of relief after all that you've been through new york the homelessness the bronx the crack mm -hmm. the <laughs> almost getting stabbed the quinoa the all that what's the moment where you're like Woo, now i can finally be me okay or like I, you know not be just me. when i made it yeah yeah when i got it like a when i got a nice house when my sister my brother live with me when my mother lives with me that's my goal so it's bro. monetary i mean for, so it's the amount of money because i know for some comics you're like when i have my own series i've made it I think I'll get accolades too. If I'm getting money, I'm, I think I'll get accolades. I think my work, the way I look at it is my, my work will, you know, speak for itself. I just got to kill everything that's in front of me. So it's not like, I don't have like a, like a definite career goal because it's to the moon. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, like it's no, like I just want to do, I'm going to do comedy until I die. So yeah. it's like, I don't have a, like a, when I'm on Saturday Night Live, I know I made it. Yeah. It is a monetary goal. It's like when I wake up and I, my, my my parents, my, my mom is living with me. My, you know, I got, you know, my, That's everyone wholesome. is good. That's wholesome. Yeah, man. And I, I got, like hopefully I was going to say, if, I was going to ruin it by saying a basketball court <laughs> 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 when I have an indoor basketball, but the beginning is, you know, having yeah. a house and like, you know, I have I'm, a koi pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, something nice like that, man. Yeah. Yeah, Jack is just, I could smoke it, you know, yeah. enjoy myself <laughs> a little bit. Go to Turks. <laughs> yeah man that's you know, not, that's a good goal great. i think that's a that's a measurable goal and i think it's attainable because it's you can measure it with like monetary i feel like if when you say like i want to get big that's perpetual like how big comedians at a certain level they get to a point where it's like all right movies from now on or they stop doing stand-up because like they don't have to because... yeah that's weird i think i'm i plan on doing stand-up for like no matter that's my okay. no matter what so bro. you're a stand-up first stand-up last i always. love stand-up bro i'll do other things i'll do other things you'll do but... a movie 
I'll do those. Yeah, I'll do those. Mm. But stand up is like stand up is man. Stand up is so thrilling, bro. Like yeah. when you get when the le- when it's hitting, bro, it feels it, it's amazing, bro. Like from the outside, like it looks kind of easy, but it's like it's it really, doesn't look easy at it's all. Con- okay, it, I mean to me when I'm watching yeah. it, when I was watching it on TV before I started doing or anything, mm. it looks you know it looks barely it looks like a guy talking shit. But there's many decisions that's going into that shit talking. You know, a lot of r- rough drafts. A lot of workshopping, writing. That's not the hardest part. What's at the this hardest point. part? It's just the, you know, in-person adjustments, making those choices. Like, remember when you was at my show yeah. and that girl was talking in the first row? They were all talking. They were being very disrespectful. They're at that table, right? Yeah, that yeah, corner yeah, table. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's about making those decisions to basically tell them, you know, shut up in a nice way. It's about being funny and stern. That balance, that balance... Get it, making sure all that is like right you know what i mean you like you want to have you're kind of like the shepherd of the audience right? yes and, and you, you make, can't be too rough you can't be too rough you can't be like a border collie you got to be like a, a like a little bo peep little bo peep <laughs> wasn't she a shepherd i don't know who that is i don't know <laughs> she's like from nursery rhymes little <laughs> sheep lost her sheep i didn't read these american books i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that wasn't in the syllabus so. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's just about that that's the hardest part and making those decisions like think about it because you already have something you come out to do something like you know you're prepared with and then there's going to be some things that happen with the people in the audience or just anything so it's about making those choices to like in the moment you know usually also sometimes choosing the next joke because it's almost like you're djing with jokes like if you're like if you're not like a computer comedian and you're just going to the same place to everywhere and doing the same five minutes same six minutes if you're actually trying to you know do the best you can for the people that night every single time you do it and you know putting shit together as you go that's harder you know like that's hard it's like picking jokes on the fly that's hard because there's so many things you could pick from and also sometimes people don't want to hear about certain things you know so you got to really feel the energy of like this is what we want to hear about but we can't really yell anything out you know what i mean like can you talk about like porn we don't want to hear about your mom actually we don't you know can you talk about like you can't no one's having that conversation with you so you're really good at reading people yes you can tell when you see somebody like you like uh call of duty you (laughs) like hot pockets yes i can tell by their outfit Mm-hmm. I can I usually like that's how I usually gauge the audience. You know, men, women. What are they wearing? Yeah. What's the haircut? Okay, so what I'm wearing right now? I'm wearing this Andre the Giant. Shirt. You're in chill, bro. Humor mode, man. We I'm can chill. we can talk about going out, seeing a guy fighting. Definitely no jokes about my mom's my mom trying to make my mom proud or anything like that, man. You got a t-shirt. <laughs> He's you, like you're emanating failure vibes. No, 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 no. You got a t-shirt and sweatpants. You yeah, know, yeah. That's a chill, bro vibe, man. So you would change the jokes for that? I, yep, I would Last tailor. Minute. I would t- yep. I would tailor. I would be like, you know, we're going to talk about you look like you're, you know, like you look like you're just having a chill evening, man. You don't want to hear nothing too serious, nothing too crazy. You know, yeah, nothing I don't too, hear any political, right? Yeah, nothing too elaborate, man. You just want you just want to get a quick laugh in. You know what I mean? You yeah. want to hear some jokes about fucking maybe some little bit jokes about, you know what yeah, I mean? A couple, a couple of them. I like Yeah, those. not too many, though. Not, not, too, many, too, not yeah. too many. That's indecent. You're not wearing a monster energy shirt. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings, bro. <laughs> if you were wearing a Monster Energy shirt or a hat, I would be like, yeah, they want to hear about porn only. They yeah. want to. <laughs> what about OnlyFans? You got an OnlyFans joke or something. It's like <laughs> They don't want to hear anything constructive about anything. Yeah. So do you ever blank out on stage? Like, have you ever had moments where, like, you had that you were thinking of a joke and then, like, all of a sudden it just like dissipates and you have to like you got to like piece together a joke i fixed it so i've made it look like it didn't happen so i wouldn't even notice you wouldn't people wouldn't notice okay in my mind it was like i'm not gonna lie i've when doing open mics because i learned that doing open mics you know yeah i've had times where it's like i forgot the joke and it's like 
I didn't know what to do. But when I get in that, when you get in that, you just got to do a joke, man. Just pick any joke. You think, think about it while you're doing the joke. Yeah. yeah. Whatever comes to your head, just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead. And, you know, and while you're doing that joke, think about the next joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. while they're laughing at the joke and all in those breaks, then that's when you, you know, can take the time to think about the next thing you're going to say. But never have to, if it's too long, like, bro, if you stop for five to seven, ten seconds, bro, you're, no. You lost like, them. You're done. You're done. Just give up. Do you feel like the time span of the silence has gotten less and less as we've moved on with like attention span like when you first started like you could be silent for 10 seconds and you still have the audience but like now because of tiktok because of social media like now it's like you get four seconds of silence <laughs> well there was always like usually social media when i started but i think usually in the comedy environment i think timing is like i don't know how it was maybe in the 60s or whenever they didn't have all that you know shit yeah. but i think for the most part it's like universe it's, it's a performance most of the time they're looking at you it's with anything if you're with the microphone like, cause I've been, I've been at shows too and I've seen a comedian kind of like not know what to, like what they're going to talk about next. And it's, it, you lose confidence in that guy immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just, doesn't matter if, if, if you had 100,000 TikTok followers, if you were listening to this guy before and he stops for 10 seconds, it's like, yeah, fuck this guy, man. You can tell, you know, like you could, you like, yeah. So usually I'll just, I'll just, you know, but most of my jokes too, they kind of like, most of them kind of go together a little bit. So it's like, for the most part, I kind of, I kind of go, you know, with, what's around like what's around in like those bits those subjects you know what i mean most of the time i'm gonna be okay like unless i'm transitioning and i forget or something but most of the time it's it, it's solid. yeah i saw your set and it was like on point bro that wasn't even my best set bro it was not yeah. even a like a like a, it seemed like the best to me thank you man yeah. that's what I'm, that's bro thank you you know i'll tell you my bet this one time i had this set bro people laughed so hard at some point that my ears hurt and like a primal instinct within me was just like yo if i stop there'll be like a ride like oh like one more joke one more joke. like they like, might fight they might jump me actually that's what i actually keep, thought what club was this no it was a cool club it was a regular I mean, club yeah yeah but it was just like a really primal like it wasn't even like a articulated thought it was just like that i was that's how hard i was killing it <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say bro yeah yeah like, like so ever since then it's like every set is like oh, i guess it's just another it's just another day the, yeah. the things that went wrong with my set the, like, it when didn't go wrong out, yeah it didn't go wrong with my set the other time it was okay but i think for example like at some point i felt like i was getting in a popcorn mode like my my timing At was, Boys and Poets? yeah like my timing was too like i think i was in your head like I, I didn't notice it it was in my head because the reason why is because i'm used to running smoother you know what i'm trying to say yeah i'm used to like my timing being like you know like i'm used to my my pauses and just you know just every i don't know just i think because i think it's because of the jokes i told because some of my jokes have timing you know like there's yeah. like it usually goes small joke medium joke large joke small joke medium joke large joke small joke medium okay. joke that's like how a bit is usually you know yeah. and i feel like at that time i was just kind of like i was doing a lot of small jokes small jokes small jokes small jokes medium jokes small jokes small jokes medium 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 small 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 medium small 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 pop 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 you didn't hit us with like a long story type joke yeah i only gave it to you at the end but also i was short on i was short on time i only had 30 minutes and my show is like an hour like yeah you know it's amazing you have an hour worth of material hey man congrats bro had to talk my shit bro yeah yeah you earned you earned your hour that that's 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 awesome bro i had a half hour earlier Oh, uh, at bus on YouTube, on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. I got to check it out. Yeah, man. It's when like, I was 20, I made it. The first thing no. I made when I left New York, it, it banged, bro. As it, was it at like a club? Like you got like you recorded it? It was my, I put it on myself. It was at a theater. Um, 
The audio, it's good. I think it's good. I want to check it's it out. It's old work. It's called For the People, For the People by Yannick. Oh, so it's like your first special. My first 20 years old, straight off the block, bro. Yo. I was on heads for heat. 30 minutes, bro. 30 minutes, bro. It's stupid. That's talent, man. It's stupid. <laughs> um, I was actually at Heaven, I went to Heaven and Hell, oh, I think it was Saturday. That's where you perform, right? Yeah, I didn't go there this week. It was, I went there Saturday like just to stop by and I accidentally went upstairs to the, the where the comics perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this really bad comic up. There was a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and he was, he, I'll tell you the joke he was trying to make. Okay, I would recognize who this is. You know, you know who it is? Go ahead, go ahead. He was like, I walked in right when he was like, yeah, so like rice pilaf. I make her laugh, I make her pee. Like what? I make her laugh. I'm like, on, get you. I'm like, nobody was. It was like quiet. I'm like, this is a, this has got to be the hell, the hell part of heaven and hell. Was it a white man? He was no. He, he was East Asian. Oh fuck, he, man. It might have. I don't. I I don't remember well the word, situation. Word. But like, I don't know what he what race he was. He wasn't black. Yeah, okay, he definitely wasn't black. Thank God. Thank yeah, God. he could have been mixed. One like, of our brothers did not disappoint us. Thank no, <laughs> I don't. There wasn't. It wasn't a lot of black people there. But I like the the setup. It's like. Like uh, it's dark and they have like the light on the comedian, so it's like it seems like a, like a comedy club. It's like, nice. Yeah, I like performing there. It's one of the fun. The fun I performed this one place. I was really tiny. Like, I don't. I mean, that's one of my favorite places to perform. But like, this was like my favorite place. It's like an Italian restaurant, <laughs> and Who it's upstairs. Know? It's upstairs. Yeah, it's like fifteen seats, and like the stage is like in the corner. I think the corner is what makes it like, cause you feel you literally backed into a corner. You got to be yourself. Oh, like you got all be eyes you. are cause it's like the focal point of the room. Yes. The corner. And you got to be you like mm-hmm. you can't like, cause you, it's just so cool. But yeah, that's one of the best places. It's a good vibe. You like performing for sober audiences or a little tipsy, a little tipsy. Don't fan. matter. Don't matter. You, I have no preference. Either way. You can't, can tipsy you tell the difference high. when you're telling a joke and so you can't tell if they're sober or not. Can't tell. Okay. Can't tell they're sober, drunk, high, whatever. Does, okay. Cannot tell. Because <laughs> there's just, I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe if people are yelling stuff out and stuff. Heckling. Stupid. Heckling. Know, like, all right, yeah. they're drunk. But, you know, most of the time. You handle hecklers very well. Man, thank you, bro. I worked on that, bro. I worked on that. We do comedy on the street, man. Me and Hamza, we do comedy on the street and in the parks and stuff. That helps. Like, that helped me get my weight up on that. So like, do people heckle you on the street? All the time. All, all, all night long. So you just stand in a corner and you just start telling jokes with like a mic yes and then okay. people come often or sometimes we go to parks too or monument you know where people like, are already accumulating yes congregating. we start we just start and yeah a lot of interactions like that really helped my just you know it made me comfortable talking to strangers on the microphone yeah and being funny with them and not offending them or, because also it's the street so you you know you can't go crazy yeah because there's kids around and you don't want nobody to fight you yeah like over what you just you just talking shit so and people on the street will do that they will yeah. <laughs> that is part of that is what is done on the street yeah. is fighting where would you stand like u street or oh man we've been to uh, we've been a lot we've been to logan circle we've been okay. to we've been to we have been to you in 14th we've been to yeah. some place in georgetown next to this like fucking some facing some restaurant on halloween we've been to tacoma park like the tacoma park main street like they got a gazebo there what else where else have you been um malcolm x park like you know just like hot spots in the city we used to do that in the early pandemic when all the clubs was closed down and shit so like even when everything will reopen it's a good habit bro like because that shit is so fun bro and it's like no pressure because i mean 
most of the time pressure is whatever but it's like absolute negative zero pressure negative five pressure because i guess it's because nobody's kind of like waiting for a joke yeah they don't give a damn they don't give a yeah. fuck they don't expect and also i don't have to plan nothing you know what i mean i don't have to it's not like when i'm running my show i gotta like where do i park on oh, my fucking head bitch yeah. fuck you like you know what i mean like oh my god like, can i bring my uh, my, is my yeah. boyfriend is my is this like, ticket? Is it, uh, all that is doorman? Like, I need yeah, a doorman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's none of that. You know, we just show up, boom, and just start going. Oh, bro, this one time we did it at the skate park, and then we did it for some niggas boxing in the street. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough crowd. That was a tough. <laughs> ask about it. Sounds a tough like crowd. it. Niggas boxing in the street, bro. Was and it like they, a neighborhood box? Like it's just a neighborhood. It like, was a knuckle around, fight. Yeah. Well, no, no. They were they had gloves and shit. They was recording. It was like in the street. It was around Howard, the skate park, the skate park at Howard. And the funny thing is, at some point, one of them was like, "Let me get up there. Let me get up there. And let me get up there and do one thing." I've had that happen many times, nah. so I don't let him get up. Yeah, <laughs> give like, the bike, yeah. I'm like, "What you gonna do? Come up here, sing your ABCs, like, <laughs> like ring around the rosy, nigga. Give me a break. Yeah. Like, I, I am a trained professional with this tool, bro. Like, yeah. get out of here." So then, this late, she was like, a, she was a lady, but I guess she was a meaningful member of the group. So I guess she started convincing them to heckle me you know and like you know man fuck this comedian this comedian lame shit comedian got no bitches comedian got they're cheering this at me bro like it's like comedian got no bitches a good 15 people comedian got no bitches comedian got no bitches come i'm like ah this is a bomb if not anything (laughs) so i try i mean nigga i'm not gonna let him run me off you know so i I just start going on them, man. I start roasting shit at them. <laughs> the one nigga. All the roasts. You don't even have to see these people. And you will still know my roast was hidden. Because, okay, I said one of them, I said he looked like the great value fat trail. Like, like, like I'd be mad if I was you too. Like, oh, the great value? Yeah. like Oh, like the Walmart brand? Yeah, like the off brand. <laughs> like, like, I wish I would have been fat trail too if I was you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The other one, he had plastic sunglasses on. And I told him, like, he got his glasses from the Ocean City Boardwalk. Like shit, he got he got them five dollar glasses. In Jersey, on. yeah, boy, your glasses melt in the sun. Like shit, fuck out of here. You know what I mean? The Ray Bans, I swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a light skinned dude. Just hit him with the Chris Orange. You know, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I was really burning them up. And but Fat Trail started trying to fight, fight, fight a little bit. And I'm like, hey, nigga, how you gonna try to fight me? Cause I'm roasting you. Just roast me back, man. Like, yeah, use your words. Yeah, man. and that just diffused the whole thing. And then after yeah. that, we went back to doing our jokes. Things like that are so rewarding, bro. But like, did you get the girl who was saying comedian? Got oh, comedian no got no bitch. bitch. That was all of them. She got him to talk oh. to you. That, but she left. She left though after a while. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 But it was things like that that's fun, you know, doing comedy. They don't expect that. And they all became our friends after we followed us on IG and stuff. Oh, look at that. Yeah, man. One of them even said, he hit us with the street nigga, street nigga pitch. He was like, yo, I, I'm trying to put some money into something. Yeah, cool. Like, we trying to, for real. He's like, invest in comedy. Yeah, bro. yeah. He looked like gun and shit. And I was just imagining, like, yo, imagine how that shit going to look later in the Yannick documentary. Right. When Yannick linked up with the Howard University goons. <laughs> the... the <laughs> The influx of cocaine money yeah. improved his business, and it's like me with a pit bull yeah. and like a stupid trade. <laughs> it sounds like Takashi's life, like <laughs> when the trace, the trace. Uh, <laughs> it's me outside of busboys and poets with like a pit bull with a chain. Yeah. On. <laughs> and they talked to the other guy like I was just trying to put some money, in <laughs> you know, make my money work for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got his sunglasses on inside, yeah. looking like gunners. It's really about passive income, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
shit. Before Yannick, I was just uh, in the street, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's pretty fun. That's how I worked on, you know, getting better with hecklers and shit. Just, you know, killing all the people on the street, crazy people coming up to you. Yeah, now yeah. it really feels like, like, really easy, bro. You just work the muscle, right? You just kind of exercise it's like exercise like the talking shit muscle yeah like, the, like bro it gets so crazy sometimes when i'm having conversations with people like in real life i feel like they're heckling me like passive aggressively no i'm like are you talking right now <laughs> oh because you like you don't you can't tell the difference between like a heckle and a, and a talk like, it just clicks you know that give me an example give, like, give the okay, audience an okay. example here for example i was talking to this girl and like at some point she was saying something and I was I don't know at some point I just just the instinct of like like you're talking while I'm talking I wasn't even talking but it just felt the muscle memory just you know kicked yeah. in like are you are you talking during my show like am I supposed to roast you right now like the oh so she was talking regularly yes. during the show you no know- no not even oh. during the show just in real life were you having like PTSD in my room yes bro that's what I'm trying to tell you <laughs> you're having like a like. Like like shell shock, but with like comedy. Like yes, like, bro. You, you like visualize yourself at a comedy club. Yes, like I was in my room talking to talking to someone. Let's dissect that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as it's, I type on my, as I write on my clipboard. <laughs> that is like, bro, no cap, bro. Like I was in my room having a conversation with a person, and just like you know that sarcastic, like, are you? T- talking while i'm talking like feelings started coming out you know what i mean and i was just like i I would try really hard not to make like you know super sarcastic comments like because it's just so i was so used to it like her tone was condescending that's what i'm getting no just her talking was just like you're heckling i felt like i was on stage and she was talking it was like a whole flashback yeah exactly that's it i felt like i was telling a joke and she just started talking see what you guys do hecklers see what you do to the (laughs) second the mental health of our comedians this shit stays with them. <laughs> it stays. Now I'm at Subway. Like, are you heckling me? Sir, Talking to the sandwich. Sir, can I? To the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Like. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have, I do practice stand up in conversation too. Like the tone and everything. Like it clicks. Like it, that feeling, you know. Especially when it's all I've been doing for a while. You know, then I get in the regular conversation. I'm like. Oh, yeah, this is not what you see. You know what I mean? Oh, this was a guy talking shit. Ha, ha, ha. Cool. Like, like, but remember I was even telling you, like, I was hanging out with this girl. And, like, you know, she was saying I'm funny. Like, she, I met her at a show. Yeah. So she saw me being funny comedian on stage, Yannick. And then, you know. But, like, when we were hanging out, like, she's always telling me, like, you're, like literally, like, she, you're so funny. And I feel like it makes me less funny. Because, like, now the pressure does mount. And I'm really trying to relax. You know what I mean? But she yeah. puts me me in that like but i don't click into that i'm a comedian i'm gonna make you laugh mindset but it's just subconscious you know what i mean like it's like this is what they this is what she expects from me so now like i'm calculating jokes like i mean i still make her laugh but it's still like fuck you you keep telling me i'm funny like i know how strong this is to our relationship you know yeah so is she saying you're funny when you say funny things or just like generally no when i say funny things and also she brings up funny things i did but that's okay i'm flattered i like the i like it but like but the repetitive it's still like i'm like i'm like i know i'm funny but it's like like you know like she won't like i really she expects me to make her laugh you know what i mean and i can feel that so i'm like okay and especially with that dynamic you feel like is this what the relationship is based on like or are is this is this all just because i'm funny oh damn no she thinks i'm cute too so like i'll take that she thinks i'm hot as long as i stay good looking and funny (laughs) 
I can, like, I'll, be, I'll be good forever. If I, yeah, if I'm not funny anymore, I'll still be 6'5", so I'll, I'll make it work. That does help, yeah. I'll work with that. 6'5", just... man. Yo, have you played basketball, right? Yeah, bro. I, of course. Of course they made you play basketball. I made. I do many dunks, bro. You, oh, you, I saw the dunks on your hey, thing. Off the backboard, right? That's, yeah. That's light, bro. That's old me, bro. That's, that's, that's light that's, work. I'm old now, bro. That's... I was I was low key nice, bro. Low key, bro. I was, yeah. Did you ever I, have hoop dreams? Yeah, I st- I man, I had my hoop dream stopped last year, man. <laughs> no funny shit, bro. I was trying to play for the Wizards. No, I was trying to play for community college. No funny, bro. Really? And I still might, man. Do it. I was training and everything. When I say I was training, bro, I was like like getting a thousand makes up a day, not shots, makes like wow. like workout workout. Like you know what I mean? Like I like bro, I would do. Like, you know, I would do the move 50 times this side, 50 yeah. times that side, 50 times this side, different move, you know, 50 times that side, 50 times that side, different move, you know, like, bro, like for in the, like hours, bro, like really working on, I had a trainer too, my trainer. Wow. Yeah, I have a trainer. This dude actually, he know me from hooping from, from a while ago. Yeah. He saw me drop buckets one day, bro. I had like, I had like 22s one time. Yeah. <laughs> King on team. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so he still, he still fuck with me and shit, you know? Like, so yeah. Be, I was training with him, and then quarantine happened, bro. And fucking school shut down. School went online, and I'm, I'm not going to school, man. I was trying to play basketball. <laughs> I'm play, it's like playing RuneScape, going to school. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit. Yeah, I still I still hoop for fun though. But I, I don't really have time, man. I so if you did community college, would that like kind of be the gateway to the NBA? Like you do community I, college and you regular college, and then you do because that's like because that's like, the hoop dream. I feel like is like. You want to be an NBA? Yeah, husband. I know. I don't want to. Be, I didn't want to be in the NBA. I but I definitely just wanted to like. I want to play for my country. That's a goal that I have. Oh, like in the Olympics? Yeah, or anything the uh, Africa African Cup. African Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, yeah. my my family is like a basketball like family. Oh. Like my dad's family. Like my dad used to play basketball and stuff. In like, Togo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and France too. So it's like that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was my dream, bro. I was trying to dunk on some Africans, bro. On yeah. my on my fellow brothers, bro. I feel like it's like a it's like a different game in Africa. Everybody's like six. They probably four. mad. No, they probably mad. They mad physical though. That's yeah. the one thing. I mean, I'm I'm skinny, but bro, I be banging though. Low key, like I'm I'm a physical. Like they dude, be checking bro. and stuff and like pushing around. Yeah, 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 know. yeah. Do they have this? The, the rules are different in Africa. Yeah, huh? yeah. You can definitely get away with a little more fouling. Bro. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not this pretty basketball. Fight him! Fight him! Fight him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kill him! Like it's that kind of. It's that attitude. Take him bro. away. Yeah, like no easy layups. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, man. dude! That's, it's, that's I still hoop though. We should hoop, hey man. Sometimes right? I should, bro. I used to play basketball when I was a kid. For real? Okay, okay. My parents put me in it, like the local rec team. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, the Westboro rec team. <laughs> Westboro, Westboro, Massachusetts. I was the only black kid on the team. I was gonna say just for the name, like Westboro. You the only, I know you the only black person on the like, team. Like West what? Westboro. Westboro. And it was spelled with like a gh, uh, like a silent g. So you knew it was but, extra white. Yeah. Uh, it was extra, you know, no you diversity. Was the, you was the first option, though. Was you getting buckets on white kids? Thing is, like, they thought they thought I was. was they thought I was good, right? I wasn't good at all because I used to play. Like, we even have a hoop in like where we lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was just like my dad was just like, "You're gonna be tall. We can tell for your age. So we're gonna start now." That's funny. So I just play, and I just hate every Saturday morning, <laughs> man. I hate. It. Imagine because I had to wake up for school at like six a.m. and you got to wake up, and then again on Saturday I'm waking up at like seven. <laughs> And I'm going to play basketball with all these like little kids and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and like you know, people in suburban towns get up early because they have nothing, and there's nothing to do. They're like they get up and go grocery shopping. Want to sit on the patio? Yeah, sit on the patio, drink some coffee, go go watch the kids play basketball at the rec center. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was playing and I was just was really bad and and then like they just stopped passing me the Did ball. Did you practice? 
That's the thing. You gotta practice. I man. wasn't practicing, man. You gotta practice. The thing is, I didn't have passion for it. Oh I yeah. I didn't have a love for. I never had a love for sports. Oh, okay. I was more like I like philosophy shit and like okay, art okay. and like concepts and history. And mm-hmm. I was like the social studies kid. I word, word, word. So like I just never into the sport thing. So like I, I honestly wasn't doing my job. You know, I wasn't putting in the work. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, but I look back now. I was like, maybe if I applied myself. Yeah, man. You, who I think knows you told me happen. that. The, we were talking about that after your yeah, comedy set set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. man. Uh, I'd be. I'd be practicing like shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be practicing like I'm going to the league. But even now that I'm not hooping, like once a week, I still try to, you know, go and do some like, you know, dr- I'd be doing drills, bro. I'd really yeah. be drilling shit up, <laughs> man. You see me hooping, bro, you will, you you might not recognize it, bro. I feel like you have like a montage somewhere on your phone. Like, <laughs> I do, bro. I <laughs> with do like have- pop smoke in the back. You like the way that I talk. She like the way that, woo. And then you're like, you're dunking. And like, <laughs> back in Mary Slow Memphis. motion. Like, <laughs> Billy like, Jean, Billy Jean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the whole thing in my head <laughs> right now. That's funny, bro. Yeah, bro. I still be hooping, but you know, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not, not the same, bro. And shit, man. We old now. Some 19 year old tried to end my life the other day, man. Tried to dunk on me, bro. He didn't know his place. He tried to dunk on He He missed. No, first of all, he knew his place. 19 year old gay. He, he tried no to bitch. kill me, bro. No. <laughs> bro, he was close, bro. Hey, if you're listening. He tried to body me, okay? I, bro, I was in the air, and I had to look up and find out if I was getting dunked on. Like, that was the situation <laughs> I was in. Like, I was in the air. Like, like can I play basketball in Montgomery County again? Like, <laughs> Can I come back in like, court? Yeah, yeah, can I? Yeah. And then I see the ball just flying, like, just flying past. I'm like, oh, thank God. He missed that trick, but I had no control, bro. <laughs> like, I had no, bro, I was at his mercy. And you know the funny thing? I saw him while I was doing comedy on the street. <laughs> You recognize him. Yeah, and I started telling those jokes immediately. Like, like this the 19-year-old that tried to kill me. The did he recognize you? Nah, he's so savage. He's so he's savage. like, oh, he's another one. He's yeah, 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 one. yeah. I know, man. That's the that's the kids these days, man. I was like, yo, you don't even remember. You're going to try to end my life. Don't even remember. Dude, this podcast was really good. good and I knew it would be good. Amen, bro. Like, good, bro. This was like a, I saw it coming. Like, that's so raven, bro. <laughs> like, I saw myself with you talking. I'm like. It was it was it was lit. It was popping. Amen, amen. That's good. It was robust. <laughs> it was multifaceted. <laughs> Everything. Man, thank you so much uh for coming on. You're gonna come back. I told you and Humza you guys are, are card holders now. You know how like at the at the shelter you had that card? Yes, sir. Where they let you come in early. <laughs> now you can come in whenever the come in late, you can come in whenever you want. Amen, bro. bro. You amen, got the card bro. too, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. I bro, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate Fuck you being yeah, here and you wanna plug anything? Yes, yes, yo! I got a show at the Wonderland Ballroom every second Friday of the month. It's at six p.m. Um, come through. It's like I I do a lot of time. I do like almost an hour. So you know, it's come enjoy. And um, yeah, watch my half hour special for the people. Just follow me on Instagram at Guy Tells Jokes. And it's that's so clear. It. Yeah. Instagram is so clear. To like very simple to the point. Guy tells jokes. Yo, some people be like, guy who tells jokes. I didn't say that. Guy <laughs> telling you? jokes in this moment. Yeah, like fuck Presently. you, asshole. You know what? How did you secure that that handle? No one. Everyone thinks they're more important than just the guy who tells jokes. Just got it. Just changed it. That's I'm dope. Like, yeah, no. Everyone who's a comedian thinks they're like hot shit, yeah. which they are, I guess, in a way. But it's like, well, guy tells jokes. No one got this. All right, that's me. I got it. Cool. 
Or maybe somebody got it and they didn't tell enough jokes to delete their account. And then it became available and nobody noticed except for you, Yannick. I doubt it. I think they just think they're more important than It's like, I want my guy. name to be first and foremost. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Peace bro. and blessings. Fuck yeah. Bro. You have a good future ahead of you, man. Can I? I want to do some agendas real quick. I have I have to do this. Oh, put in the agendas, man. I have some agendas to push yeah. in a very slick way. So pretend I didn't say I have some agendas to push. Uh, short lives matter. Um, as a tall man, I will be their representative in the in the world. That's so woke. I will bro. gain them legitimacy. You know, short lives matter. Uh, no more white people in the ebony section. Don't want to see it. Don't want to see pink dicks in you know, <laughs> in black vagina. I was looking for ebony, ebony only. And um, yeah, I think I think. Oh, one more. Someone, uh, some Michael B. Jordan can't act. I was told he has a little bit of light skin privilege. And um, is he a light skin though? He's definitely a cusper. He's in between. He's a tweener. And, he's um, a tweener. And uh, yeah. And finally, um, get homeless people housing. That's important. We need to reduce. Tribute. I think this episode is well, very eye opening for everybody. Amen. Amen. So yes, I hope if you are a rich person listening to this, uh, give some of your money to some homeless people. Just buy them a tent. You don't have to do yeah. too much. Just buy them some sneakers. That's already redistributing wealth a little bit. And to our lawmakers in D.C. who have more power, advocate for housing as a basic human. Human right for all people yes man like yeah. and, and healthcare healthcare okay. food housing anything you need anything that you will die without yes. should be a basic like, right this is america so I yes. should, it should be a more basic right than voting yes right the, <laughs> i yes. could i could if i don't vote i won't die but if i don't eat <laughs> if, I, if i don't have health care i could die <laughs> the list of priorities were was messed up when literally they were designing but yeah those are just the agendas okay that's it for me have a good rest of your day Great. go ahead thank Peace. you guys everybody right. <laughs> thank you audience i love you guys so much yeah.